What? Nothing. Hi. How are you? Okay. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, it's been a little draggy this week. Yeah, this week's been a lot. Cool. Take that. I mean, you know, everything, everything yeah. is always starts with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I feel like last episode, we jumped off really strong because there was a pointed topic. Yeah, because that very afternoon, I had, um, sorry, I'm even lazy. That very afternoon, I had um, done writing practice, and the topic was kind of live. You know, there's still things happening in there. I'm sure. You've started some shit. It's a thousand views, mm-hmm. which is... A like, lot. Like double what we usually see after this point, at least. Uh, four times. Three minutes pop out of the Which I'm very grateful for. Thank you. Uh, oh, I thought you were thankful for the thousand. I'm just saying, I'm thankful for the 250 that always comes through. Mm. Um, so, you know which live has the second highest number of visitors? Highest um, hmm. live, not necessarily writing. Right. Um, oh, live is writing. writing, writing. No, this one is actually not. Oh. Is it the first pandemic one? The first nope. death row? I don't know. Oh, Kobe. I said it's not necessarily writing You just say live. You said live. I said a live. A lot of people went back and looked at that one. Well, I'm glad that record got broken. Um, yeah. That's like 500. Um, but yeah, I think that. For me, I know I've been what you call in my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, been, it's been a week. I'm not even sure why exactly, but I know it's been a week. Uh, I think we get our moments of heaviness when dealing with all this stuff. There's no necessary, no necessarily. That's not necessarily a rhyme or reason to it. It's just the heavy. Um, no, I think there's a rhyme or reason to it. I just can't put my hand on it. Like I know for one thing, I said I said in therapy on Thursday that. I feel so normal because I get to be outraged and upset about external things. Because normally when everyone is feeling outraged about something, I'm just busy trying to wake up the next day. Right. 
So it's actually a privilege to be like, I can't believe it's happening. This is, yeah. Welcome to the world. Exactly. This is my first time. It sounds so ridiculous, but it's my first time being in the world when things like this are happening. Literally, my first time. Um, the only time I can remember kind of being in the moment is Ferguson. And that's only because I was there for work. So it's kind of a booyah. Yeah. Yes. Yum yuck. No, it's not a yum. No, it's not a yum yuck. It's a yay boo, I thought. Booyah. Boo because you're dealing with this. Yay because you are aware and above water enough to deal with it. It's a privilege. It's actually a privilege to protest. It's a privilege to look for people to interview. It's a privilege to put together forums for people to talk about how they're feeling. All that I'm doing is a privilege. I will say that today and part of why I'm feeling a little something is because I'm putting together something for level that I need to where I'm you don't mention them nearly enough by the way I know not nearly um, I'm going to talk to men who have lost their sons police violence and wanted to try to go outside the names that we hear the most mm-hmm. but then realizing there's a reason why we hear the names the most right um, I put together a spreadsheet of 10 fathers and half of them are not ideal. Not ideal. Um, the main reason being they weren't in their child's life. And, you know, one person never referred to himself in the senior until his son died. And then all of a sudden he became Joe Schmo Senior. That reminds me of a quickly Browder situation. Um, did you watch that? Uh, Couldn't watch it, but too much. I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't interface with anything that is about someone taking their life. Hmm. As a general rule, I'm just not going to do it. Gotcha. Um, it, and in this case, it's definitely a rough watch as somebody who hasn't had to deal with that aspect of life very much at all. Um, still gut punch after gut punch and all the things. Um, Khalif Browder's father, who was absent basically his entire life, who was, who you watch this happen in real time, where the father is popping up to claim some or all of whatever. Right. The legal court cost, which is, and, and the legal fees and stuff. I can't remember if they had a pro bono situation or not, but that got messy because he was jumping in after all the stuff got lined up and everything else, winning his court, winning winning his portion. Um, and it was just really, really, really icky. Yeah. And I have a couple of those on my list. Mm. Um, you know, legally, if your child. You know, legally in these cases, the attorneys are representing the estate, the mother, and the father. Mm-hmm. Um, if the parents are married, then I basically they're going to represent them together. But if not, they're three different suits. Right. And if you don't get the father involved in the suit in the beginning, he has every right to get involved later. If he never set eyes on the child, but he signed that birth certificate, or we know he's biologically that father, he is owed part of whatever that is. Should he? If you never laid an eye on a kid or didn't have anything to do with him? That's another story for another day. But it's just been a little disheartening 
um, to realize, okay, so there's like three or four men that we know mm-hmm. that pass the, like I, I wasn't, I didn't think my story was going to be about the ones we always hear about, but it looks like it might just have to be that. Yeah. Um, When's yeah. Father's Day again? <laughs> the 22nd. Okay. Wait, so next weekend. Next weekend. And this story needs to be ready long before then. So, yeah, um, I'm going to do my best. Um, But, yeah, trying to find just even how to write an email to someone. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you um, for Father's Day about the fact that your son's dead and you don't get to celebrate Father's Day the way you once did. There's a language that has to, you know. Um, and then one person that I realized could get me close to one of the fathers that I needed is someone that I have worked with, uh, with mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked to her through getting meds and getting a therapist and all that stuff. And I haven't spoken to her in a while. So when I reached out to her, we had, we first had to catch up on all that stuff. How's everything? How's it going? Um, and those check-ins are tough sometimes we talked about a mutual friend Mm. of ours who lost that battle that we are fighting this week and you just you can't not right don't want to but you can't not Mm -hmm. um yay this is gonna be a fun and it's funny um as that story has popped up on my timelines and it's something if i'm being frank i'm might have shot past me because i didn't know of the mm-hmm. person not know the person but just didn't know of their wasn't aware of their being right. very much um but it's popped up here and there and because because of my for lack of a better word concern for you it hits me like oh this is mm. mm-hmm. and it's in a very silly way there is it's not a apples apples comparison but there are certain musical artists that you can't listen to Correct. for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to the point where if you're not there, I skip. Mm-hmm. This feels very much like the same thing mm-hmm. where it's something that causes grief for your partner and just viscerally, whether they're or not, you kind of jump past it because you don't want to dig into the thing, right. whether they're around or not. Right. Um, so I've had that happen a couple times this week. And you told me yesterday to mute some things mm-hmm. on the Twitters. And I'm glad I did. It was mm-hmm. great advice. Um, because. I didn't think I said anything specifically. I think it was just, I think it just more so was like, hey, this name. is the thing is. Right. Yeah. And so, although I have to say, having that muted, what I did finally see on Facebook this morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, you saw Was it. a fucking gut check. And I was yeah. like, Damn. Would it have been better if I had been seeing things incrementally on Twitter? Probably not, honestly. And I know exactly the post that you're talking about. You did? I, I saw it. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's like, and I knew there was, that was the one that you probably wouldn't be able to avoid. Mm-mm. Maybe. That's, mm. I mean, like, I'm not going to not be on social. I, I don't have a choice but to be on social media. Right. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a way you can mute I mean, you can mute, words. you can mute people. Like on yeah, Facebook, you can, you can mute, mute people, but, but you, you can't, can't mute words. Right. Right. Um, so. so that's where a lot of times folks will mute certain people for a few days, knowing that that's going to be their Right. And I would have no idea who's going to 
say that. Yeah, because because the way it popped up surprised me mm. actually. Um, How do you know it's the same post? I'm I'm assuming. I'm I yeah I'm, I'm okay. assuming, but I feel like the I feel like the reason it would be a gut check is who posted it. And because that part surprised me a little bit. I don't know and who the message. posted it. Okay, so maybe we're talking about something different. I, the reason why it was a gut check is because they gave way more detail than needed to be. Oh, okay. So about yeah. what happened. All right, so I'm talking about something different then. Okay. Um, so for me, the reason why... Is this like, really? Hmm? I feel like this is one of those moments where it's like, you know what people really like during a podcast? <laughs> yeah. For people to talk about really depressing things. Well, you know, the hard, not the hard part, but that's kind of what's happening right now, too. Um, not to derail uh, off of you, but I got invited to a Facebook group about, I think it's called Eradicating Racism or whatever. Mm-hmm. I click into it and just video after video oh, after video God. of stuff. I was like, I can't live in here. Are you serious? Right. And again, have you I, ever seen on Twitter those like two minute long videos people just throw up of uh, police brutality? That's kind of what this whole group was. Oh my and god! And it was a private group, and I know why I was invited, mm-hmm. but I was like, I can't, nope. I can't do that. Nope. Um, and yeah. in these that I see on Twitter, people will be in the comments like, "Wait a second! If you go to point eighteen, she was not, she was resisting, so that one was fine." Right. I mean, like. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. And these things tend to happen, whether it's about police brutality or mental health, whatever it is. These factions come together thinking that they are of one mind. And then they realize that these view things differently. And then mm-hmm. they find them again. They splinters and mm-hmm. all that. So on- it's called the binder effect. You remember the binders? No. Uh, this candidate for president, I want to say 2012 or 2016 or something. Someone asked him. You know, what's up with your staff? Do you have any women on staff? Do you have women? You know, and he was like, "Are you kidding me? We have binders and binders of women." Right? He pulled out actual binders. Binders, binders of women. So this group called the Binders, a secret Facebook group. Um, There's like a hundred thousand people in Mm. it now. Who was Um, that? I don't remember. Was it Romney? Might have been. And so everyone was was like, "We're all women." And now there's literally like probably two hundred. Splintered groups, mm-hmm. lesbian binders, mommy binders, black binders, biracial right. binders. It's like, mm-hmm. which is still fine. Um, but I wanted to talk about uh, the whole concept of say her name or say mm-hmm. his name. And I kind of have a problem with say his name. Why? It, it's, it's a co opting. Say her name was specifically because all we were saying was his name. No. Say her name was about. A particular was about a, a her. That's my point. Say her. It was say her name first, and it got co-opted into save his name. Well, I always think of say his name and say her name as these people we don't know about. We don't know these people, so we have to amplify their names so people know them. No, say her name was because all you were hearing about was yeah, male no, victims. I know. So say but say for, his name to me is an all lives mattery kind of thing. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, it hits say me his name that, doesn't bother me. It hits me If weird. it's someone that we need to keep amplifying the story mm-hmm. so that it gets the coverage that it needs, so that a case gets reopened, mm-hmm. so all the things, I'm fine with it. Um, but I have a problem when we're amplifying to get a story told. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we want to say this person's name. But what gets kind of weird to me is when we talk about 
Well, I'll give the example. You and I were talking about um, a friend of mine who took her life mm-hmm. in 2012. And people were saying at that time say her name like don't let us ever forget about her and let's make sure we amplify her name and i remember being like she actually would not want that like Mm, because i mean she killed herself she didn't say make sure that when i die people like she never wanted to be a spokesperson for suicide Mm -hmm. she never wanted to be a spokesperson for depression like she was in a bad place and she made a choice, mm-hmm. and that's that. Mm-hmm. Never was she like, and when I go, make right. sure you don't. Ref- that's not. That was not even her. That wasn't even her. Stage. Is that any any of the? Possibly. For like a better phrase, is, are there any of the mar- martyrs when somebody shot by? Like I, Martin Luther King was ready. Tell them yeah. I was a drum major for justice. He was ready. He gave you all the everything. He was ready to be remembered in that way. Mm. Um. I, think, I guess I'm thinking more along the less intentional victims. Yeah, like de- people phrase. who are depressed, by definition, I can promise you, they're not like, when I go, I hope they talk, you know, don't mm-hmm. forget my name. Part of the reason why they're doing it is because they don't care whether or not somebody knows their name or not. Right. Um. So I always felt weird about that, this idea that we have to amplify names of people no matter what. I think there's some. We we are amplifying Brianna's name because we need to get this case reopened and we need to get these cops arrested. Mm. Um, I think there's also a, I think because of the climate that we've been in over the last few years, there's a, there's a mushing of um, remembrance in terms of some form of activism or amplification versus remembering somebody just for who they were. Correct. Um, in and which case, you're, you're the, the person you're talking about probably made more sense, like, remember her for remember all her. the dope stuff she right. did. We don't have to have a Facebook group devoted to her. Right. And we she don't need to, to write cause. long posts with pictures of her. We don't need to do that. We can mm. have a small, quiet um, memorial in person. One of the things in the Jay Electronica album that Jay said, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact rhyme, but he was basically like, when I die, don't put up the pictures that you took of me in the club because you walked past each other and took a picture like we were cool and right. now I matter. Right. Um, the flyby stuff and everything else where it is the post or the groups or whatever else. Of course. For the proximity to the thing. Right. Don't do that. Don't Correct. be that person. Correct. Like he's holding it like there's like 10 people yep. who can memorialize me. Of course. You're probably You're not, not one, one of them. them. Um, so that I saw a lot of that with this young woman who passed away this week. I saw a lot of people bringing out that po- photo that Jay's mm-hmm. talking about. Like, I shouldn't, you know what? I saw that, but who am I to know whether or not these people could actually memorialize? Those could have been her best friends for all I know. I think, generally speaking, it's more flybys than of course. real folks. But it's still not my place. I'm not going to be like, right, I saw y'all, because I don't know. Right, getting to who is who and which right. is which. Right, gets, but I did see a lot ass. of posts that could be that. Right. And, um, yeah, it's it's a little suspect. Like, Actually, that's why I... So, for a long time, when um, a celebrity passed, I would say something about it on Facebook or tweet about it, and I just stopped because, like, why am I... Right. Why? Yeah. Um, it was almost like this weird game of being first. Right. And it's like, eh, it's gross. Why, right. why are we doing this? Right. I mean, I don't have a problem with it if you have something I'm not doing this specific. as a reporter or a journalist right. or whatever even, else. Even if not. If it's a celebrity, if they 
if they had a song out that touched you in some way, if you met them once, and I think it's fine to be like, wow, I'm feeling this. Yeah, but I'm saying even speaking for myself, it wasn't that. Okay. It was like, oh, the article, the TMZ thing just came out that so-and-so. Oh, I see. Oh, so and it's like, no, I'm not right. doing it anymore. Just remember, purely for like that. Hey, I remember, um, I know, birds in here talking <laughs> with us. I remember being on a plane coming from L.A. home and someone saying, hey, you want to write about Prince? When, like, I always leave my laptop on until the thing comes on. And me saying, sure, but I don't know what I'm, what? He has an album coming out. Like, who cares that he's putting out music? And then, of course, I found out he was dead and I had a story to write. Um, So, I don't know. I can tell you right now, and this is going to be really creepy when I'm dead. um, I can be, you can talk about me until the cows come home and talk about my struggles and talk about meds and talk about therapy and all the things. Because I definitely, no matter what happens to me, I want to be a voice for Mm -hmm. all the icky stuff. So there have been a couple moments where... You have come up in my separate conversations with friends mm-hmm. and mental health will come up. Mm-hmm. And I'm always in a weird space of like, is it, is it my story kind of thing again? Mm-hmm. Um, especially when it's somebody who is so open and so honest about their space mm-hmm. and what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. It's to what degree do I get to, not get to, but should I be parroting or talking about you mm-hmm. um i was on a call today with a friend who um was talking about um they're getting meds mm-hmm. um for physical stuff and other things mm-hmm. and how they felt fortunate that their doctor adjusted prescriptions and everything else because of everything else that was going on mm-hmm. and they were talking about um how the pharmacy was working to find discounts, uh, which was great. Yeah. Because they don't have um, mm-hmm. insurance, insurance right now. And their doctor was working with everybody. Everybody's working with everybody. They even brought up um, GoodRx, mm-hmm. which I see commercials for all the time. I was like, is that GoodRx thing? actually does And stuff. she's like, no, it's dope. It's it great. It is. It is. And in the course of that, I ended up talking about your medical situation, your med situation before the pandemic really hit. Mm-hmm. And what we had to do to make sure that was square. Right. And in that moment, I was like, am I supposed to be, is this for me to be talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's, it's one where I, I, it's rare, but I, I leak to the other side because you are so public. Uh, but I still end up feeling kind of some way about it sometimes. I think you could trust your gut. I think there's probably conversations or people you might be talking to that you might say, eh, nope, right. you don't. And I'm not tweeting this. this. I'm not on Facebook. Well, and, of course not. Yeah. So my girlfriend has new meds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So here's what I know. And I feel like I have to say this in case anybody listening now or whenever. Um, the reason why I feel so awful and feel so sad and feel so downtrodden when I hear that one of my sistren has lost this battle is because if you can stay on your meds and stay in therapy. Overwhelmingly, we make it for that day that we stay on our meds and stay in therapy. Um, almost, Sorry. almost always, 
when we don't make it, it's because we have not been taking our medication or the dosage is not right or we've fallen out of um, therapy for whatever reason. So let me ask you. Almost always. So let me ask you this question um, because I feel like I hear you saying that, but I also hear other people say it as an indictment. Mm -hmm. Um, But watching you over this past year, I also understand that the concept of taking your meds regularly Mm -hmm. is not as easy as just taking your meds regularly. Um, No. I think those of us who aren't taking medication say, well, if you just did whatever, like it's just an aspirin or like this regimen doesn't consume brain space and time and all the other things. And if I take it right now, I'm going to be asleep in an hour. Right. But if I don't take it now, when I do take it, my stomach's going to be hurting. But if I'm going to pass out if I don't take it in the next 90 minutes. It's a nightmare. Right. It's a mess. Um, but again, I know how hard it is. But I also know that if you try to stick with it, meds and therapy together is fucking amazing. So I went into my old emails to look at my emails with my friend um, who passed away several years back. And her last email to me she said that she was going off her meds because she was positive that they weren't working and that her main problem was sleep and that she was just going to focus on getting a good night's sleep every night. Like, I'm going to bed at 9 o'clock because when she gets a good night's sleep, she feels better. Mm-hmm. And the rest of this stuff's got to go. Um, that's the last time I talked to her. And I'm sure that that was part of what happened. Um, she was isolated. She wasn't on meds and she wasn't in therapy. And doesn't end well. You're not gonna make it. Let me take that back. You might. You might. There's plenty of people walking around right now who are depressed. But clinically depressed and suicidal ideation it's it's not it's not a good look. And I'm lucky. And I, and I also feel guilty because it's not as hard for me as it is for some people. You know, like staying on my meds is just a minor annoyance mm-hmm. for me. For other people, it's just absolutely a super struggle. Um, today, meds came out with my daughter this morning. She's 13. And from age like four to 10, it was vitamins that mommy had to take. Four to nine. At nine, we started having real conversations about depression. And ever since then, if it comes up, we talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about it this morning. And I asked her if you felt bad. She had a whole day where you just felt like crap. Should you come to me and say, Mom, something's not right. I don't feel well. And she said, no. Everybody has a bad day. And I said, what about two days back to back? You just, from the moment you wake up, to the time you go to sleep, you feel terrible and sad. And you don't even know why. Come to me? I could, but I probably wouldn't. So when do you have to come to me? She said, four days. I think if I had four days where I felt terrible, I would come to you and say, I think I need some help because I can't get out of this funk. I said, great. Four days is fine. I'd rather three, but I'll take four. Mm-hmm. Um I have to make sure that there's no stigma 
have to make sure that she knows it's not that deep. Right. That depression is just like breast cancer or a broken leg or whatever. You get the meds for it. You go get therapy for it. You're fine. Um, especially, you know, I don't know what my daughter's future holds in terms of drinking. But she also knows she's known about AA since forever. And she knows some people drink and it's fine. Some people drink and it's a problem. And if it's a problem, you can go to a church basement just about any town <laughs> and be get your shit together. Right. Um, which, by the way, my anniversary is, my nine-year anniversary is Monday, which is crazy. Holy crap. Um, yeah, so. Congratulations. Thank you. I don't feel like I work hard at that either. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, no, that's not true. I shouldn't say that. I do. I work hard at that too. But it's not as active as meds and therapy. Hmm. Welcome you to sure? Good Talk, ladies and gentlemen. You sure? It's not too late. I was. I mean, you can't take the ring back, <laughs> but you could sell it in a third market. I would have to take it back to sell it on a. No, I mean, take. of course, you can take it back from me. I mean, not mm. take it back to the store. Oh. So, it's not too late. We're not married. You can run for the hills. Yeah, but no. <laughs> I mean, we've had this, and you hate the phrase, broken fit. But, um, the thing My broken is bigger than you're broken. That's the name of this episode, by the way. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess. I think... My, your broken presents itself in, I think, a small set way every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, mine, I think, come in bigger chunks further apart. Mm. Um, so should I be expecting some? It's possible. Mm. Uh, I think the other part, too, is you underestimate what's happening on my side because the constant of you offsets the things that I was dealing with without you. Okay. Um, your presence already takes care of that in a way that you don't see because the thing doesn't manifest itself that way. Um, yeah, so... You, how to explain it? No, yeah, it's, it's really just that. It's just because you're there and you're steady and, and yes, you are steady. Um, that helps me very much with the stuff that would be an issue for me. Right. I get it. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I, I spoke to my father for the first time in about a month or mm. so. Mm. Um, and I realized some of it is just, he keeps funky hours, number one. Like he likes late nights and everything else. So to catch up with him, you know, after dropping Cole off, I would drive home and talk to him for a little bit or whatever else. Um, but between that and the uh, isolation, us isolating has us in spaces where just sitting down and talking to somebody for however long isn't always conducive. Mm-hmm. Um, and my father and I are not phone people. So our phone conversations are very like, uh, all right. Anyway, so, um, but we had a... I can always tell. I'm always reminded that you're not a phone person whenever I have to talk to you on the phone. Oh, yeah. You're like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, so... We're done here? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, okay. You're alive? 
Okay. So bye. when my father and I speak, we both have one foot out the door. <laughs> it's just how we operate. Um, if we're in the living room together, we'll talk about whatever for however long. Um, had a family member pass uh, last week. Wow, well, was it? Yeah, it was last week, and I wasn't able to get it together to talk to him until last night. Mm-hmm. Um, we spoke for about half hour or so. And we got off the phone. And he called me back like five minutes later because um, I ended up talking about my grandmother. And uh, the his, men- his mother? His mother. Um, my understanding was that she had dementia, which is... You mean your aunt? My, uh, my, my aunt did. My grandmother. Oh, okay. Um, Last time I saw her, she didn't know who I was. Mm. And that was a lot because she was everything to me. I'll never forget. I go, we go to visit her at the home, me and my father. And we're talking with her else. And she turns to me and says, you know, who are you? <laughs> and I'm just like, my heart is in my feet. And I walk out of her room to collect myself. And I'm... I'm, I'm I might be 20. I don't know. Oh, God. Um, and I'll never forget one of the nurses coming up to kick it to me in that moment. Oh. And I was like, if you, <laughs> what? Well, she didn't know nobody, what was happening. That was the Lord. Like, nobody kicks it to me ever. This is the moment <laughs> that somebody wants to talk to me. But anyway, um. But I, yeah, think, I think people want to kick it to you more than you realize. But, but that's um, another story. But in that moment, I was like, I can't, I can't do it again. Um, and so he ended up calling me back because I had that conversation with him. And he says, the last time I saw your grandmother, she was 95 years old. Um, and we were laughing and joking about the old days and all this other stuff. And she was just kicking and having a blast. And I got home and she was gone. So her last moment, she was there. Mm-hmm. She had a good time. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Yep. And I realized that, that I don't get to see my dad be human very often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized in that moment, he wanted to correct me because he didn't want to follow up his moment either. Right. He wanted me to know what she was, but also for his own sake. He wanted to remember. And he would never actually grieve in front of me. Grieve around me in that way. What about her services? That was the one time Mm -hmm. I saw my father cry. Um, I think it was in our bedroom. I walked in on him and he was crying. And at this point, I'm running back and forth just to do as much as I can to... I'm driving folks. I'm picking up folks. I'm doing whatever I can to just take the pressure off. And I end up not grieving for a year later because of that. So, I don't know how I got there, but... um, this really is a therapy session <laughs> for us. But no. Um, Wait, I, how did you get here? We were talking about. I was just talking about. Um, oh, we were talking about you don't like to talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then talking to your dad. Yeah. And, and then your grandmother. Yeah. I still haven't mourned for my dad. And he passed in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's, it might have been a year later. And it hit me randomly and it hit me like a ton of bricks. Actually, I can't say that. I think I have mourned in small ways Mm -hmm. here and there. Like, I know I've definitely been thinking about him a lot lately Mm -hmm. just because he would just 
all the things that are happening right now. I could just see me going over there like like I would take him for a ride through Montclair right now and let him see the Black Lives Matter um, posters everywhere. Would he call bullshit? Of course, yes. <laughs> but he would also be really, 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 like he would find it hilarious as right. well. Um, but yeah, I haven't actually sobbed or any of those things quite yet. I don't know if I am. I've also been with Father's Day looming. I've been looking at my father and my son and me in the middle. Yeah. And just thinking about all the things that trying to parse out like what gets carried over and what gets left behind mm-hmm. generation generation generationally mm-hmm. and what that looks and feels like and I feel like I guess every generation feels this way, but I feel like the leap between my father and my son in terms of so many things is so vastly different in terms of um, ethics and just emotion and all the different things. Like my father is not a it's okay to cry kind of dude. He didn't, he's not going to, judge you for it but he's not going to encourage you right. either um you know i look at my dad's gonna run right if you look like you about to start crying mm-hmm. and you're not his wife he's out of here there's a world where my father went through a moment before he called me back um <laughs> sure. he, he, i wouldn't be surprised if he did um but i'm not allowed to see that what about well oh my god i was about to say what about your brother and i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> I saw him cry within like the first hour of knowing him. Right. So we get that. We, yeah, we get our emotional side more from our mother. But um, you're not so, like so him. Actually, let me. I'm my father. Mm-hmm. My brother is my mother. Of course. I can um, see that. I, I have tendencies, but I'm definitely more my father. Um, I brood and mourn and do stuff quietly mm-hmm. until I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying my best to not let my son be that. Um, so my ex-wife's father, uh, before even before we were married, I watched him with his sons. And he's huggy, he's kissy, he's all the things. Wait, your ex-wife has brothers? Yeah, two. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Two brothers. Um, and I watched him be super, super affectionate to the point of like me saying before, me saying like, they're too old for this shit. Like, this is yeah. like, what are y'all like? Mm-hmm. And then as I got older and even before, you know, Cole was becoming a thing, I was like, no, that that's actually pretty goddamn dope and i've actually emulated a lot of what i saw from Mm -hmm, him mm -hmm. um with whole like my son's i keep i keep on between calling my son but he's seven now Mm -hmm. and we still kiss hello and goodbye Mm -hmm. um something i thought would never be a thing with me Mm. um in my head once he could talk there was no more kissing goodbye really yeah that was that was the thing that was literally in my head that was gonna be a thing um, just you because mean before he was born or even when he was born? Probably, probably even before he was born. Because I'm looking at my father and I'm looking at her father and seeing these very two different individuals. 
not one any better than the other. My father was father is and was great. Um, or as great as any one father can be. Uh, we all have our shortcomings. Um, but I wanted, because I've, anger issues in me have been a thing for as long as I can remember. Um, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of deprogramming that happened. It's. I'm not so sure. That what? If it was deprogramming as much as it was enveloping. And I don't know what that means. Like pushing it down. I'm not so sure if you put it away, like it's not part of you anymore, or if you just, it's still there, but you just have like a. No, so it was a lot of, it was, I, was, I would say definitely more deprogramming <clears throat> in terms of <clears throat> uh, not letting the high, finding a way to not have the highs get so high and how to release appropriately when they do. That's work. That's not like stuffing it down and putting it away. Um, I had to learn to pro- actually process. Um, that stuffing in a way was where I was having the issues. Right. That makes sense. Um, but and I've seen spaces where my sons had those moments as well, and like, oh, this is like in you, in you. Um, so I've had conversations with him and everything else, but these are conversations that I never had. Right. Um, there was um, I guess I can't remember when it was, but Maisie decided she was gonna give me some ice cream, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was sleepish or asleep or whatever mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. and funny enough she brought a pint of ice cream and the ice cream scoop no bowl no spoons or everything was dirty yeah i'm not sure what i was supposed to do with the ice cream scoop i was supposed, supposed to, eat, to <laughs> I eat out the ice cream scoop as a spoon right of course so <clears throat> she racks the the scoop twice yeah and i snap up that attention because it sounds like like a gun like a gun mm-hmm. um and she looked at <clears throat> me like what's wrong with him right um, you talk often about my restless sleep and how I sleep very lightly. <laughs> um, it took, it was a, I can't remember when it was when I realized my father did the same thing, does mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we were both at one different points known for, if we're sleeping, tap me on the shoulder, I'm up with a clenched fist, fist. Mm-hmm. he would do the same. And I realized like we had very similar traumas mm-hmm. that cause those moments make those things ingrained like as much you say i don't sleep now and i sleep restlessly way worse mm. like this is this is a journey to get here well i know because even how you were when we first got together mm. is better now than it was then mm. like you weren't even sleeping through the night you were like a three month old <laughs> like you as a rule you were going to get up at some point maybe twice mm-hmm. and move around and do something now it's me getting up in the middle of the night and eating Doritos while you're sleeping all the way through. So I'm still not sleeping know. all the way through because half the time I'm awake when you're getting the Doritos. I'm just trying to push through. Oh, well, no. I mean, like, you're in the bed. I know you're <laughs> right, awake. Right, right, right. If I'm not in the bed, you're mm-hmm. awake. I know that. Yeah, I was uh, famous for going on 3 a.m. runs with a friend of mine whose sleep was also wonky and weird. I want to go on 3 a.m. runs. Uh... They're, they're, they're a thing, and they're actually really peaceful. Um, maybe we'll do that one of these days, because since you have I your can, knee back. My knee's back, yes, but I don't know if I can run with you, though. I ran with you once, and I was holding you back a lot. 
so that, that was be kind of frustrating. What? So you're slower now? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't think you are. And if you stamina, are, I'm slower, slower, slower. I am Thor in Endgame at this point. Thor in <laughs> I love Thor in Endgame. <laughs> it was so fun. Endgame was a good time. It was mm-hmm. just fun. Mm-hmm. The Hulk is half hulky. Thor is just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the way they had to go back and get everybody was just awesome. Um yeah, I I'm 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 really we might as well just keep being sad people because I am so out of shape right now that I I don't know this version of myself. Same. <laughs> Same. I'm the heaviest I've ever been. Well the weight that the the numbers are actually going down, strangely enough. Mm. But the in shapeness well, also is not. Well, you're getting to be active again. Yeah, I'm doing things like, are the office together. alone is just like walking back and forth right. and getting things and we went for things. like a two and a half two hour walk yeah. the other day that was cool. and with the, the kitties and all the things and i really need to get my bike or some rollerblades or something you keep talking about rollerblades i have not mentioned rollerblades mm, yes you have i have not okay when it's come up more than once I mentioned that the chick at the front desk has rollerblades. You mentioned I've, you I don't with know how to. I don't. I don't ro- know even, how to rollerblade. Even when we were talking about you getting a hobby, rollerblades have come up. Yeah, well, that's just a joke because I don't rollerblade at, ah. at all. Um, you won't catch me in any rollerblades. But I need to. I need a. I feel like I need a. What do you call it? Like a. Accountability buddy. Swoop. No, like you know how you have a goal and you just kind of like drill down on it a lot right away, and then you level out and just do things whatever. I need a a, a something. Right. What is that called? I don't know. <laughs> like you know, if I were to say, okay, starting tomorrow, I do not eat sweets and I'm a vegetarian and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this and I'm doing this. Starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's it. I need that, but. That's not really sustainable, so I'd rather not. Yeah. I just, if we do make it to the beach, I better see a lot of no packs and kegs. And oh, I should probably just, I'm probably able to go back to my trainer, possibly, with a mask on. I don't know. I've been wondering how that's going to feel, too. Like, I'm, I've been talking about, that's what I've been thinking about going back to the track, but I don't know that I can do a track workout with a mask on. Like, I don't know how that feels. I know. Well, you won't have to wear, if you go to the track and it's empty, you don't have to wear a mask, do you? Mm, I won't, but the track is rarely ever empty. Um, I shouldn't say that. It depends on. This is a really critical time, at least for me. I don't know about you, but if I don't get my act together, it's going to be a situation. I'm going to be really sad. I need to do what I need to do before you come knocking on my door. Like, Remember that conversation we had about when your fat ass need to be unfat. Well, here the, we go. So here's here's a blessing and a curse with that though. What? I can't tell you anything if my fat ass is just as fat as your fat yes, ass. Yes, you can. No, you absolutely can. Mm-mm. That conversation unless, is unless, not about. Unless that conversation is a we conversation. I'm gonna tell you no, about you. No, because if I'm telling you I like what you got going on, I'm perfectly fine. Get naked, we're good. Then that's that. But you might say, okay, that's great. I'm glad you feel that way, hon. 
you, my friends, they're not the same. They're not, you can't just be like, if I'm not where I want to be, then I can't criticize you for not being where I want you to be. That's not how that works. That's exactly how that works. Not to me. Mm. I'll sit right here in this chair with my fat ass and be like, okay, hun. And that's exactly how we end. (laughs) That's how we don't make it to the wedding. You got to get that together. Speaking of the wedding. Yes. Your daughter. Oh, my God. What is her? What? So she's our wedding planner now. She's our wedding planner. Yes. Um, I made that mistake. I told her she could be the maid of honor. mm -hmm. That doesn't mean wedding planner. Right. But we're going to go with it. I have, get the lace. At one point, I was wearing a lace suit. I had to, yeah, I had to explain yeah. that lace suits don't. Doilies on your suit. She said tape doilies to tape my suit. Tape doilies to your suit, yes. I'm, I'm afraid she had. So my son has said he wants a white suit. Yep. I thought Some, he said tuxedo. Maybe tuxedo. But now that inclu- she's included that, that he has to wear gloves. Right, which he's not going to do. He's not going to wear gloves. <laughs> Um, if we just, she discovered this week how quickly he'll tell you what he's not going to do. Right. Cause yes, she did. he's not about that life. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. We're going to have to be as accommodating and patient. Now I will say this again, can. a lace pocket square sounds really dope. I love it. A, I don't know. That's enough lace for her though. It's going to have to be. What about that lace fedora she mentioned? What? Come on now. Yeah, Don't front. With my lace, lace fedora. Lace socks. Come on. No. You could do a nice lace sock. No. I really think you could do it. I'm not wearing a lace sock. Um, now, all, granted, the, the we the know what she's sweat. wearing head to toe. No one else's outfit is figured out. Little House on the Prairie. Every time we talk, it sometimes goes right back around to, and then my dress is going to be this. Right. So, I don't know. I'm wearing a jumpsuit. That's all I know. I don't know. This this all feels very like abstract. It's very abstract mm-hmm. to me because we don't know what. It's a global pandemic yeah. and Black Lives Matter. Right. So what the fuck? Where does some random? I'm kind of mad at the couple that got married in the protest because like that should have been us. Why didn't we well, think of that? I mean, just so you know, that was their wedding venue for a year. They didn't just walk up oh. there and get married that day. It just was like it kept getting canceled and canceled and canceled. And finally, they were like, fuck it. Whatever's happening next Saturday, we're getting married. Mm. And they did it. So it wasn't quite like, let's go get married So there. jealous. Yeah, that was dope. That's a badass uh, wedding album. Yeah, it was dope. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Masks and... and a lace mask wouldn't be helpful. A lace mask is not helpful. <laughs> Although you could always wear a mask and then just cover it with it. lace. Um, why are we even indulging? Um... I don't know what to make of any of it. And I don't know. People keep saying, like, a friend of mine asked me today, like, well, when are you guys getting married? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, are you getting married during the pandemic? And I was like, do you know when it is? Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you know something I don't know, right. tell me. And um, the pandemic, especially now that we're working on, like, we're talking about second and third waves of this already. Yeah. So our our um, birthdays are already to shit as it is, much less the wedding. My birthday is in... Three months, mm-hmm. and yours is two months after that. I don't know. I, I I don't know. There's no way I'm gonna like go to some place and you know book some event hall. Like I don't know what right. the hell's happening. It could be. I know you're not trying to do a Zoom wedding, but I don't know. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to reconcile with the idea that it may come to that. I want to wait 
a little bit just to see. I don't know, but yes, yeah, it's, it's kind just of to see how many waves there are, and you want to wait and see who gets killed off by this thing. I don't know what to make of it. I just it's it feels very um, well. It you know I said last time or the time before that I don't remember that all of this is. Um, uh, I don't know. We do so many things every day mm-hmm. that reinforce that this is it. Mm-hmm. That this is really a celebration, and this is just like the whole purpose of this is health insurance. And well, that's one of them. Um, you know, like to me, what's important is to for our families to witness this um, and to be able to say, okay, this is it. Our families and our friends. So I'm in a space where I'm kind of all or nothing. Yeah. I either I want the that. actual thing or like, let's just, let's go by yeah. ourselves and I see that whatever. And we'll tell folks what happened. And when, you know, world war Z is over, we'll have a party. But even if we do that, does that mean it's just the two of us? Uh, Cause like, I don't know. I, the short answer is I don't know. Is it just us and the kids? And that's it? Is it just us and the kids and Ashanti and Chris? Like, you see where right, yeah. that ends up going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the short answer is I, I just don't know. Um, yeah. I know there are Zoom wedding planners now, which is, to me, an amazing... That's an incredible pivot. There are. Um, and they're making money, too. And they're doing a lot. They're doing all the things. They're having people, a tech person at mama's house so that she can do the things she's supposed to do and not only see half her head and whatever else. Um, they have Zoom consultants. Can I produce the wedding? Produce it? Since it's going to be on video anyway, can I just produce it? What's well, going to be an episode of Good Talk? A very special episode <laughs> of Good Talk. We get married. Since I get my YOLO box, we can put it on all the platforms. I would really love to talk to June... 12 2019 Aaliyah I really would I'd like to have a little chat about with her mm-hmm. June 12th 2019 Aaliyah is getting married in August <laughs> she would not believe any of the things that I would tell her not one single thing about if I told her I'm from June 12th 2020 and she's like okay so what happens she wouldn't believe me not one thing would she be like okay that makes sense uh yeah with zero context nah june 12th well dude because yeah you haven't even met me yet no i'm not i'm gonna say you're gonna meet the love of your life in two weeks (laughs) (laughs) really because i'm in a relationship right now (laughs) right now and i'm gonna say yeah not for long and um yeah this is where you're gonna work this is where you're gonna live this is who you're gonna be with i'm not believing any of it yeah, I feel like you'd be more resistant after that conversation. You'd meet me like, mm, mm, nope, eh. just as I mm. suspected. That's not it. Mm. No, I, I, I wouldn't. Um, and I think I told you that this whole month is kind of reflective for me um, because of anniversaries and what? So who is it? Just in general, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, like, yeah, it's a lot, a lot. Of, a lot of things are different. And um, I got a phone call today from someone from that time period last mm-hmm. year. 
And I don't know. I'm hoping it was a... <laughs> what? If anybody's paying one iota of attention, it's not hard. Anyway. Um, so, what? Just said. What are you talking about? So, anyway, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm hoping that that was a butt dial. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Um, I don't. I always make sure that my voicemail is full because I don't want to be responsible for hearing voicemails. I don't think that's something I should say out loud. Is that? Do other people do that? Like no, I don't. No. I don't play that nonsense. Just you will not just be able to leave me a voicemail and ignore them like the rest of us. I can never remember to do that. So if you leave a voicemail and I don't remember, then you you left me a voicemail. I got you. Got to get that no voicemails. Text me or not. If you call me and you can't leave me a voicemail and you don't text me, then I probably didn't want to talk to you. Um, yeah, do me a favor. Just text me first and don't call me. That too. That, that's my, yeah. That's, that's if, the if we can get that down, that's the we'll joy. Be fine. Um, but if it wasn't a butt dial, I would imagine that this person is also thinking about last year this time. Mm. Um, I don't normally do. Exes. I don't do that sounds wrong. I don't talk to exes. I mean, like, you might get the your mom passed and I heard about it and let me call you and say, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like the how did where did we go wrong calls? I don't do those. Doesn't that happen pretty early on after the breakup? Like that's not a year later thing. That's a five years later thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. I've gotten that five years later. Um I've gotten that ten years later even yeah i don't know that life yeah i don't really usually it's it's a it's a thinly veiled shot shooting situation mm. um to figure it. out where you are etc yeah I don't you know those. you've seen those tropes where they put yeah, those seen, pictures of I, future. I, I know it I just, I just don't i don't i've never received any of that stuff i don't know that life yeah um so i'm not i'm not here for it i don't I'm hoping that everybody's okay, because then I would feel bad if something happened to someone. But outside of that, no thanks. I don't want to. So we have an accidental free weekend. Accidental? Yeah. Ah, why is it accidental? Because we can't count. Oh, two that's weeks. right. Um. Well, where's the boy? The boy's coming over, ain't he? We'll see. In theory, he is. He's yeah. he's had his moments too. Right. Um. Oh, and the launch of the new Fortnite season hopefully will happen tomorrow, which we guarantee, almost guarantee that I won't see him, which mm. is weird, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. What, what we, does that look like? What, Wait. What were you gonna say? What are we gonna do? I don't know. We have an operational car. We Thank gotta, God. We got at least that was two, a nightmare. two nickels we can rub together. Mm-hmm. Um, we, on the work end, we have a movie we need to watch. We need to finally do yeah. a new stale popcorn. Yeah. Um, what's a, what's a date in this timeline? Meaning like not inside the house? Yeah, not inside our house. What's a date? Probably going out to eat. A lot of the restaurants now have outside seating. One, excited and scared. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that first boomerang wave of people. Right. That's what I mean. Because that's coming. And two, 
even if that wasn't an issue, restaurants only have so much outdoor seating. Right. You're not, I feel like everybody's going to have to take reservations and it's going to be weeks before, like we talked about haircuts and all the other stuff. Sitting down and having dinner someplace, it's going to take forever. Right. Restaurants that have seating for 100 inside got eight right. tables. Yeah. Outside. And you can't even seat them, you know, eight people. Like even at Leone's, just around the corner, they have seating for like maybe 12 or 16 outside. But you got to make space. I don't think it's that many. Well, they have those tables right by the curb. Mm-hmm. And then remember, they put tables up against right. the wall. Okay. Um, but like, you still got to space them out. Mm-hmm. And then we have staples like um, Raymond's and um, the Cuban place, Cuban Pete's. Mm-hmm. What does Cuban Pete's do? Because right, first of all, we're getting really granular. Cuban Pete's is Oof. the most popular restaurant in town. Easy. What's the city equivalent to like, or like if you're in New oh, York, gosh. in terms of um, capacity in Ruth's? Yeah, I guess Ruth's Chris. So imagine a place that will seat 500 with no outdoor space. Nope. They actually do have like a small Wait, outdoor space. Wait, Cuban? Pete? Yeah, they have a small they outdoor have, space. They have a but pretty like, big um, yeah, outdoor space. Great, they got like 20 tables. Yeah, about 20 tables. With all their full capacity, folks wait for hours to yes. get sat. People make reservations? No, right. they don't take reservations, but... Oh, or do they? I can't remember. I I think they do because I've seen like on Mother's Day. Oh, okay. They'll have reservations. Your reservation will be for one. And you still don't get sat And you'll get sat at 3.30. Right. Like, what happens to all these spaces now? I don't know. Yeah. Like, outside. People are going to get sick of that really quick. Right. And it's going to do, we're back to the takeout. I guess we'll be else. making HelloFresh for a date. So we don't have that anymore. So over HelloFresh. We don't have HelloFresh anymore. Oh, that's right. Sorry, HelloFresh people. Don't send us anything. I'm tired of cutting up hot peppers. <laughs> <laughs> sick of it. Sick of it. Every every dish was the same. Well, you kept ordering the same-ish kind of I thing. Did. Well, the hard part, too, is part of HelloFresh is supposed to be about experimenting a little bit. Yeah. But the meals aren't cheap. No. So to order a meal and you not like it for... Right. And ain't nobody experimenting. Right. So I'd always... Quesadilla. Cook this sausage. Stir right. in this cheese. Throw these peppers on top. Just lost them as a sponsor. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know what we do. I guess we go for a walk someplace. That is not a date, sir. Pick no. I mean, I guess you could walk up to a place and take out something and then go eat it somewhere. Like a picnic. We literally have an actual picnic blanket. Maisie made me buy it <laughs> because she is absolutely set on having a picnic here. Mm-hmm. And she won't do it unless it's official. So I have to get an actual basket, you know, the wooden one that lifts up on both sides. Mm-hmm. And I got the actual real red plaid picnic tablecloth. She's 13 and she has been this way since she was three. Like she must have things official. She has to have things the way she sees them as the trope that they are. Right. She's going to want to export. She wants a very rock rolling existence. Yes. And she wants ants at that picnic. Like, she will bring some ants. Cole will haul ass at the first sight of an ant. Okay, well, do not take him in the kitchen. What Downstairs. Kitchen? Oh. Mm. Well, no matter what you do. Because mm-hmm. this ant's heavy in there. There was a ant on his tablet the other day. And mm-hmm. he called up. He was like, what? There's an ant on my tablet. Just one? Yeah. So get it. Wait, there was an ant in our apartment? 
Oh my god. No. You didn't do this yet? I know I always say that, but. It's part of the theme song, guys. <laughs> what? You didn't do this yet? Mm -hmm. Wait, there's an ant? And you said call me upstairs, so that means in our bedroom there was an ant? Oh my god, no. You, both of you and him. I'm moving. Can go to go I'm out. Did you see our neighbors moving across the hall? Uh, I thought they were moving in. They, they, moving they just got, they, I, maybe they just got a new mattress. Mm -mm. Like mm. directly off and then directly the right. across and then to the right. Yeah, I thought they were no, coming. They're, oh. they're leaving. I thought they just bought a new mattress. Mm -mm. Mm, we've had a few folks leave. They have the same apartment we have except a New York view. Is that better or worse? I like the New York view. It's pretty It's pretty breathtaking. You want to sneak across the hall? I, don't, I never understand how they can not just stand there all night and just stare at the Empire State Building and all the twinkling lights. If it's a clear night, mm -hmm. I would never not be able to stand there. And one of my neighbors came over to my apartment when I lived upstairs and he lived on the New York side and he came over and it was sunset and he was like, how do you not just stand here all night long? I'm like, well, cause it's not the sunset <laughs> all night long. But it is beautiful. But that New York view is, is pretty insane. You want to move over there? No, because the next move is going to be out of there entirely. It is. That's like the, we're going to adult more? Uh, we're going to unpandemic is what we're going to do. Right. Um, living in a building with a thousand people is not the lick right it's now. It's not going to do it. Probably never will. Nah, yeah. They probably never will. So, no, it's going to be interesting when they open that gym back up and all the amenities again mm. and how that's going to look and feel. Are you going to go in there? Nope. What if it's like five at a time or whatever? I, I don't, first of all, I don't see them doing that. And if they do that, it's going to be nine months before I can get in anyway. Um, yeah. I kind of feel like we're both going to have to, not have to, but I feel like when it's really time, we're going to do it together. Also, like when I would go to the gym, it would either be like midnight or six a.m. So there weren't a lot of folks in there anyway. Right. So you would be fine. Yeah, I guess. Although something tells me they would not make it twenty-four hours, which well, would have people in an uproar. Well, that's silly because if you make it twenty-four hours, you stand to make it less people in there. At that's once. true. No, I didn't mean like we're gonna work out together. I just mean like when that we'll both take this seriously, whatever this is, mm. and whatever goals we have, I feel like we're going to do them together. The goal is to not breathe heavily for no reason. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm, you know, I make 48 cookies yesterday. So like... You didn't you, make all 48. I didn't, but the other half is coming today. Mm. And they were good. Mm -hmm. That was really the problem. I was trying to do too many chemistry experiments, and my cookies were coming out terrible. I thought they were fine. They were all different. But they were yesterday. were better. They weren't consistent. Is and the scone the cookie thing was not working. But here's the problem with you. One of. You are not going to, like, say to me, I've been told before, like, what's going on here? Get your shit together. You're fat. I've been told that. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe not you're fat, but I've been told you need to lose weight. Or 
hey, when are you going to start working out again? Because, mm, <laughs> or whatever. I don't see you, even if you want to say that to me, I don't see you saying that to me. Uh, I wouldn't say that that's true. So my motivation to be different, though, that's the other part of it. It's going to be less about aesthetic and more about health. Yeah, I'm not talking about health. That's a different conversation. I've had those conversations, too. So, yeah, that's kind of... That's I'm talking, about, I'm talking right. about the aesthetic conversation. I don't know if you're ever going to say it to me in a way that's going to make me be like... And then... Well, even if it was an aesthetic thing, if I can say without you swallowing your face, isn't that the way to do it anyway? I guess. Like, I don't have to hit you in the face with a bat to so get my point across. So, for me, I'm super competitive. And... I hadn't noticed. Um... That's just how I function. Like a lot of times when I'm setting a goal for myself, I'm competing against somebody else, or yeah. I'm competing against myself, or see this thing. I'll make the bet. Mm. I'll bet that I lose fifteen pounds before you lose ten, or whatever it is. I'll do that. Yeah, but you also will eat the cookies. We still talking about <laughs> what are we talking about now? Yeah, we're still talking okay. about okay. Um. Because you can still beat me in the bed and still eat the cookies at the same time. I can't. Well, that's why I said my 15 to your 10. Even that. Or whatever the number is. But my point still stands. Like, I, I, I'd make the wager. I'd, or even if it's just, hey, I bet you can't do X before Y. Even if it's not a race against me. I'd, I'd do that. What are you trying to say? I'm saying exactly what I said. Nice try, though. It's, I need to, yeah. Yeah, I don't, mm-mm. I'm 46. I'm aware. So you can't just be playing around at 46. You have to be very careful. It's not like 26 where shit just bounces back. You know how much weight I gain with my daughter? Do you? I've seen the pictures. You, I think you told me the number. I gained... I want to say 65 pounds. It happens. Clearly. Um, when I gave birth, I was 199 pounds. I mean, she was nine pounds, but still, that's mm. a lot of weight. And uh, I wasn't trying to hear it. I lost it all. Plus another five or ten. And I did it in six months, and I was a beast. I was also 30, 30, 33, something like that. It's well, look, your age has nothing to do with being a beast, though. Um, you can be a beast at 46. No, you can be a, be a beast at 46, but the way the weight is distributed and how much you lose and where it loses from, all that stuff is different. It's not the same thing. We'll figure it out. Ouch. Will we? Cause, yeah, because I, I mean, I need to figure it out. So, what are your goals? Because uh, I don't think you have number goals. I have number goals. I don't have number goals. I could not lose a pound and be in better shape and be just fine. Um, but what are the odds that that would happen? Uh, if you do whatever it is you need to do to be in shape, you're likely going to drop the number too. Not if I gain muscle. Right. Um, which I don't really want to do. I don't want to be big. Um, yeah, I think it's it would be me 
figuring out where I'm getting this bike from and just being on it. Yep. And just riding away. Yep. Because, um, like, I, I, not that I want to, but, like, you can't run for three hours. Like you can ride a bike for three hours. Right. So that helps. I can't run for... Yo, I'm ready to start running. Are you sure? I, we'll, we'll start on the track. Jogging. We'll start on the track. I can't run on the track. Well, you, you, you can save your knee with a nice soft surface. Can I run with the brace on? Yeah. I'd rather run with the brace and run on... I can't run on the track because if I start on the track, it's going to be too hard for me to come back to what I know. And I just like running outside so much better. The track is just two seconds away from the treadmill, which is. I don't know about all that, but I'm I'm always I'm just looking at the idea of keeping your knee healthy. So to for be able me, to do more of the, the problem is on the track, it feels like a workout on the world. It just feels like. I'm going somewhere. See, my also my relationship to the track is different. I'm not running multiple laps. I'm running two hundreds and hundreds and one fifties and I'm not doing that. So I'd be safer. I actually have my spikes sitting in the car now just because I'm gonna have to make that happen at some point. See? You see what I'm talking about? When'd you put your spikes in the car? When I move. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wait, what do you mean when you moved? You didn't even have the car when you Yes, I did. Got the. We moved. Yes, I did. Move from where? Oh, oh my God! So wait, wait. I, uh. Got the car in December. Okay. Or so, yeah, December. I have no. I know. Concept of. Got the car in December. Mm-hmm. And but we moved into the apartment in December. You moved into the apartment in December. I moved you later. Moved in too. No, I didn't. I did not. You're bad at this. Well, that explains a lot because yesterday I was looking at my journal and I'm still in Grenada Place in like February. Remember? Really? No. Yeah. But you're, but you're there all the time. My, my the things that I own did not come to the apartment till well after. Right, because we were talking about you getting your own place. Right. And then I was like, wait, hello, that's dumb. And right. you were like, okay. Because that's just how every aspect of this relationship has been. Mm-hmm. It's just... I'm not getting married. Me neither. You want to get married? Sure. Why not? You should work for me. Yeah. Okay. You know what? You should not yeah. work for me. Okay. Fine. The only realm that where that has not happened? Babies. <laughs> well, that's because I've never approached you and said... We should have a baby. Right. And nor have I. <laughs> we won't. That's, so that's not something that um, next year, 2021, Aaliyah, if she comes back here from the future, mm-hmm. does she have a baby? No. Like, here's your baby. Here's somebody's baby. It ain't yours. The baby's name is Sparrow. It has four legs. Just so you know. And a tail. Oh, like a Sparrow. Sparrows don't have four legs. They do. Oh, no, they have two. What kind of birds are you <laughs> looking at? That's the baby's name, Sparrow. That's why we won't have one. Why? Because I would name the baby Sparrow. Yeah, I can't. I I don't. I don't want to talk to a sparrow every day. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a bird. Is it a bird or a baby? You know, you're confusing sparrow me. Sparrow is the name of our baby. Our baby that will never be. Right. That baby's name is Sparrow. Yeah, and I'm saying that's so, why I don't want the baby because it's named Sparrow, and I'm I feel like there would be a horrible human being because the name is Sparrow. Sparrow King Neil. That's the baby's name. Yeah. His eye is on the sparrow. I want a DNA test. That's where it comes from. 
because ain't my baby. His eyes on a sparrow, and I know he's watching me. Mm-hmm. Get it? Sparrow. Mm-hmm. It's great. No, it was either that or mustard seed because those are my two favorite. When are we getting this dog? Things. How about that one? Can the dog's name be Sparrow? No. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I think that's kind of sweet for a dog to have the name Sparrow, eh. depending on what time of dog it is. The dog's got to be Mully. Jesus. And I don't know when. You want to run point on getting a dog? It's I, really hard to get a dog right now, by the way. Yeah, there's that. In... Like, the only way you can really determine age, breed, all the things is to buy one. In terms of shelters right now, I see the listings every week. Mm-hmm. And. They're snapped up fast, super fast. So what I was actually banking on was the post-isolation givebacks. The folks who thought Those they haven't happened quite the yet. The folks who it's going to come. The right. folks who thought they wanted a dog and handle a dog, yeah, and then had like to go the, back into the real world and realize I can't handle it. Like dog. the Easter bunnies. Oh God, I've got those things. The Easter yeah. is horrible. Just, I think it's still a thing. I I don't I hope not because that's just ludicrous here's a whole animal to celebrate the holidays yeah to to celebrate the resurrection of jesus here's a rabbit rabbit have we ever because i didn't grow up in a christian like do we now understand oh because christianity and jesus is like life and bunnies there's no no rhyme or reason the use of bunny gives you candy and that became here's a bunny there's but no. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't it be a chicken and eggs? A Easter chicken? Who's handing out chickens? <laughs> what? I mean, it makes well, more sense. You have to remember the Easter bunny laid eggs. So you're still going back to the bunny. It's, not, it's never been about a chicken. Wait, bunnies don't lay eggs. I know. None of this makes any sense. Well, I mean, the bunny lays chocolate candy eggs. So it, none of it makes any sense. Right, with jelly beans in them. But bunnies are mammals. They have live births. Yes. But nobody wants a mini bunny stuffed with candy that an older bunny just gave birth to. That's just not the look. How, what is going on? It's time for us to go. Is it? Yeah. And we have, you actually have to record a couple of things before we get out of here anyway. That's right. What am I recording? Uh, intro, intro to for your writing practice. Yep. Yeah. So we got to get that one. done. Um, the lighting kits arrived. Not that we'll be playing with that. I'll still end up playing with that tonight at the house. You ain't playing with that tonight. You playing with this tonight. I got the cameras. Don't worry. What? <laughs> <laughs> what does cameras have to do with anything? Proper lighting. Yeah, you know, two HD cameras. So you're gonna turn me into a sex worker? The Good Talk Podcast Network has a whole other. Well, you know, we're about due for another podcast because we don't have nearly enough. No, it's just, you can check us out on Pornhub. 